everyone, and welcome to Light Conversations on Trauma podcast. Bringing conversations around hardship into the light. It's me, Peter Middleton, here, and I'll be hosting this podcast. This is a space for intimate and empathetic chat around trauma, big T or little t. We have regular sections to this podcast, so look out for them. And each episode, I'll be joined by a guest who will share their unique perspective. So sit back and relax, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome to Light Conversations on Trauma. I have TJ Canada here with me today. And I'd like to ask TJ, what's your vibe? Yeah, man. Um, I, again, I absolutely love what this question, the meaning behind it. Um, yeah, you know, for me, it's, it's impacting the world. It's my family. It's, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's the old quote, like being the change that I, I, I wish I could see in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, those things that, that for me are, are in, in light of what we'll talk about today are, are super important is my family and, and to change uh, and, and to break some of the generational wounds that have been passed down and, and, and to really help other people do the same. Um, that's always been my heart. That's always been my vibe in, in life and, uh, and, and giving back. So That's amazing. And yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm so excited for this conversation, honestly, because yeah, just that very sense that your vibe is, is that, and that's what I break my vibe down to as well. And I think we had an amazing conversation last week where it's completely aligned. And so I'm very much looking forward to this. this yeah, conversation. Man. So thanks for joining. Yeah. So yeah, the first uh, prompt that you picked is riding the waves of change. Riding the waves of change. So what does that mean to you, TJ? Yeah, you know, for me, riding the waves of change, um, you know, the reason why I picked that is, is because as I look back, you know, I think of the Steve Jobs quote saying, like, you can only figure out life by looking, connecting the dots, looking back. And, yeah. you know, I think for me, as I, I, as I look back, um, I've had to ride the waves of change. Um, because if I didn't, then I wouldn't be here today. Um, and, you know, especially in light of this conversation and what it means and, and healing our trauma and, and, and going to those places for me, it's, it's being, it's knowing that life is never going to be perfect. It's never going to be easy. We're always going to have things pushing up against us. And growth to me and personal development and growth and healing, it really is about riding the waves of change and knowing that you're going to hit one breakthrough and then you're going to discover another thing and then you're going to hit another breakthrough. And so it's being fluid. It's being in that, you know, it's, it's, 
it's like when you say the waves of change, I immediately go to the ocean and how just one wave comes and it cycles back around and then the other one comes right behind and it cycles back around and it's just this continuous change in life. And I think that that's, right? Isn't that the essence of life is, is that change is one of the only things that's certain. Yeah, for sure. Right? For sure. And, uh, yeah. And so for me, it's, it's, um, this whole healing journey that I've been on has been, has been just riding those waves mm-hmm. and, and, uh, riding that, that awesome one and then getting crashed by the next one and, yeah. and paddling back out and, and getting back on my board and going again. Yeah. yeah. I like what you, I like where you're speaking to the, the underside of, of the wave as well in terms of the ocean. Like I, I learned to surf when I was a kid, um, like a teenager and I I just think it's a profound way to spend your time really. But, um, and, and the sense that like underneath the wave, there is a cycle, you know, the water is cycling underneath the wave and it's yeah. completing that cycle. But you just, you know, we tend to think of waves as like, okay, they drive towards the shore and then they crash and then they kind of go forward. Um, but a lot, a lot of the wave is underneath and it's completing that kind of cyclical thing. It's a, it's an amazing I think the first time that I, I ducked a wave with a surfboard, I was like, something kind of hit me, and and that's why definitely why I named this section the way I did. Yeah. Um, but I definitely I so resonate with the the sense of like the trauma journey and how you do sort of live your life amongst these kind of waves that hit you, and I can really, in my own personal journey, I can really resonate with kind of the sense of when's this going to end kind of you know like it, it's just hitting me again and again and again and yeah glad to be out of that stage but it's very much part of part of the trauma journey I feel mm-hmm. and it's yeah so yeah it is and you know I think that I think that there there's times you know on this journey that I've had that I've I've felt that I felt like gosh, I'm tired of getting washed up. I'm tired of the, the cycle back, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think about that, you know, as I, again, like I'm very visual in the way that I think. And so I think about that, like that vision of riding that wave and, and then, you know, you, you, you feel that like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. And you think like, that was incredible, right? Like I've had those breakthroughs where I'm like, yes, like, it unlocked and you feel this like just joy and like that was amazing and I'm so happy that I I was able to unlock that and break through that and have that breakthrough and it's like riding that wave that's just like the perfect way that you just you continue to go on and then you go back out and you think you're going to hit it again and maybe this one is like nope like that one just swallows you up right and and there's been times where I've felt that I don't want this, mm-hmm. right? Like, why can't every wave just be that smooth? Like, why can't I just have that breakthrough every single time? Why can't it go like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then I step back and say, well, because each of those waves that, that, that stumble, that I stumble on or that I get swallowed up in, those are the ones that continue to make me stronger. And it teaches me, I still learn, there's still a lesson to be learned within that. And yeah. maybe that's the breakthrough. Right? right is maybe my foot you know my foot placement was was off 
Yeah. Right? Maybe, maybe my vision was off and there was a different lesson I needed to learn here. Maybe it, it wasn't about that. Um, yeah. Maybe it was about this over here, right? Yeah, for and, sure. And, and that's where it was pointing me. Mm. Um, that's profound. Yeah. Because yeah. it's often the case, um, I feel. You know, it's like, especially in, I talk a lot about Western society, but, you know, it is, it's very much the case. Like it teaches us that excitement and kind of linear growth and progress are, are the most important things. And if we, if we kind of have this marker around our waves and, and, and how we change, you know, it's fine when something's like, you know, there's momentum and, and, and you're good and like you achieve that thing. And it's, you, I, I heard your live talk actually the other day about um the sport and how you achieved in sport and then mm. and then immediately you were like well you said to your parents it really affected me it's like are you proud of me yet mm. you know and it's kind of like we ch- we'd like chasing those those goals when we're actually not really chasing those goals right yes yeah oh my gosh yes it that that's so deep to me because i, I and it's mm-hmm. funny i i, I was talking that about this this exact thing to one of my clients they were we were on this subject exactly of you know looking a lot of times what we don't realize is a lot of the outward things that we're chasing after are just to heal that that thing inwardly but we don't realize that it's it's actually internal mm-hmm. right because the the external is it's tangible right like even in business, it's it's all about the results, the results, the results, the results. And I think we, we take that on in life as well of just looking at those things. And like, once I get that next thing, well, then I'll be happy. Mm. You find yourself in just this pattern of just constantly chasing. And, and you know, for, for much of my life in regards to that, that conversation, I just realized it was like every goal that I, I made, I found that I hit. Like in every stage, in high school, then in, in college, and then out of college, and then, you know, getting married and having kids, and then hitting the six-figure mark and getting equity. And, and then it's like at every thing, I, I, it's like that, again, that chasing that, that wave, mm-hmm. really what I was looking for was actually something that was in here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that needed to be fixed, in my heart that needed to be fixed, that, yeah. that, that not even needed to be fixed, but that needed to be healed. Yeah, right? yeah, and and that's where the questions came from. You know that I'll never forget it, man. I I can see it as clear as day. I can see the whole scene mm-hmm. of me. Literally, all of my teammates are are are, are celebrating, mm-hmm. and I'm running, beelining it to where my family was standing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was thousands of people at this game. Uh, it was a really big game. It was wow, it's a big game. Yeah. Wow. And I literally just beelined it to my parents. And all I wanted to know was just, are you proud of me? Because wow. I felt that I never, I, I never felt that. Right. I always felt like I needed to perform in order to feel love. Okay. And, and you know, That's deep. yeah. Yeah. I mean, you chose that section. We'll deal with that later, but um, yeah, it's yeah. um, yeah, it's thanks for sharing that. That's, that's really big. And and what I'm hearing there is you weren't you weren't allowing yourself to celebrate either, you know, with your team that you've you've connected with their, their, your peers and they're celebrating together. You should be celebrating with them on your achievements, and then you sort of side sidetrack to this place where 
you're asking for like validation um from your parents that you you never felt it's that's a sadness for me yeah and i think about the, the actually it's a disney pixar film but it's called inside out oh I yeah love it love that movie yeah well, i credit it with um teaching me complex emotion actually mm. it's it's the film that i learned you know because the trauma journey i never learned complex emotion and mm-hmm. and i think about that that moment where she's she's in the tree and she, she's feeling sadness and then the next moment it goes into joy because her whole team come over to her and like and connect and 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 that's sort of where the where the gold is you know yeah yeah it is it's the joy and pain right yeah they can both coexist yeah Um, and i I know i love um mastin kip who who's a big uh, trauma trauma advocate and he says you know that you your pain is directly pointing you to your purpose oh yeah your purpose is in your pain and and you know, I think at the beginning, you know, of this conversation, you asked me what my vibe was and like, I clearly see the, the, the reason why family and, and giving back to others and helping other people that comes from my pain, mm-hmm. you know, and, it, and I, I look at it, you know, on this subject of, of change, it's, it's all part of it, right? Like it's all part of that, that wave, the, the beauty of the waves of change is, yeah. it's, it's all part of it. It's, and it can be all part of this, right? Mm-hmm. Like there can be deep sadness and deep joy because yeah. out of healing this, I was always afraid for so long. I've been afraid to go to those depths. Okay. And I think for a lot of us, it's, it's really hard to go to those depths because it's like, I heard someone say recently, like, oh, I know that there's some things in there that I, I, I know that are like, that are there that mm-hmm. need to be healed. But I just feel like everything in my life, like outwardly is going good right now. And so I just don't want to mess it up. And I was like, Mm -hmm. that's where the beauty is because it's all part of it, because it's all part of riding the waves of change. It's, it's all part of it. It's just going to be more beauty. Right. And, and, and you can have it all. You can have it. And I guess sometimes I love, it's one of the reasons why, honestly, I love the title of your podcast. Sweet conversations and trauma because i think trauma gets such a misconception of it has to be about sexual abuse has to be about physical abuse it has to be Mm -hmm. something really heavy Mm -hmm. but sometimes trauma is not it's it's not it could have been Mm -hmm. someone saying something yeah you know in your past that just nudged you a little bit right yeah i experience it all um so that's beautiful man thanks for saying that because it is for sure i often wonder if there's kind of gonna it's kind of gonna evolve away from one word because i feel like what needs to be kind of a bit more nuanced doesn't it um because yeah the trauma just is frozen aspects of ourselves and like that's pretty much the human journey (laughs) you know journey Mm -hmm. you mentioned that you never felt like your your parents were proud of you you had to perform like in part that is a it's it's part of life right it's part of the journey of life to find your own like your own inner pride your own inner wisdom like it's part of a very very difficult journey but it's it's part of the journey for sure yeah 
So, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, it's not just the big stuff. Um, yeah. And also, yeah, I'm a big advocate of just like doing the work when you feel good. You know, when you're in that space and something comes up, it's coming up for a reason. Like, there's a timing thing with that, right? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. There really is, and 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 you know, it it's it's you know, speaking to that, like it's it's crazy because so much of this, you know, on the subject of of you know, change and like embracing that, it's my journey has been, I look at it and I, I, I can now say like, it's been so beautiful because times I can remember times where I thought that I would never have a close relationship with either one of my parents. Right. And I look at what my journey has now done and the dialogue and the openness and the conversations that I'm able to have with both of my parents now, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's like there's there's pain and there's forgiveness. Yes. And it's all part of it. It's all part of those yeah. those waves of change. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it's, I often think and goes back to that kind of undercycle of cuz it's soft, you know, we love to feel like life is good and all the good aspects are the only things in life and I think it brings us to that space where we're like repressing mm-hmm. all of the the negative stuff or our perception of the negative stuff. Cause there's some real beauty in, in forgiveness and gratitude for the things that teach us what to not do as well. Like if someone treated us like in a crappy way and be like, okay, can be grateful for that experience just for the fact that I know what I don't, how I don't want to be treated anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah. And I can only do a lot of work in, around boundaries and mm-hmm. and like standing in your no and it's kind of like one of the best things you can do for yourself yeah yeah it's huge and in those conversations i will tell you peter like the the conversations that i've had to have with my parents that i've had with my parents and had to have but that i chose to have mm-hmm. as i've been on this healing journey as hard as they've been and as emotional as they've been and as like painful as they felt to initiate, mm-hmm. they have been some of the most beautiful conversations that I've had mm-hmm. um, with my parents ever. We, we it, it, it created a bond in such such deep ways that I don't know that would have ever been there if we hadn't had experienced, yeah. you know, what I did. Um, yeah, that so, cool. Yeah, yeah, that cool to be vulnerable. Yeah. Um, yeah, it always happens amongst the resistance and, you know, pretty gnarly shit that comes up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. The next section that you picked was, what's my inner voice saying? Oh, that's a full body, yes. Yeah, that reminds me of something. I like that. What'd you do that for? Oh, they're going to hate me. Be loving. What are they going to think? Oh, I feel so mm, That's tasty. Be kind. I like the smell of that. Don't be so cold. Don't use that language here. Why did you do that? I am love. Hey, what's your inner voice saying? Mm. Thanks. Thanks for picking this because it's it's one of my favorites. Mm. Yeah. What is my inner voice saying? This has been listening to that inner voice. It's funny. It's the reason why I picked that is because it's 
been one of the most challenging things for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it has it has been one of the most challenging things uh, in this journey of of healing. Um, and I, I, yeah, I wanted to pick it because it, it, this subject has been something that I have, yeah, it's like one of those, the, the parts of the journey that I, I think in so many ways, like I've, I've, uh, in some ways fought against and then other ways, like it's, it's been something that's guided me here at the same time, uh, you know, right. um, I don't know if that makes sense, but like, it's, yeah. So that trust, yeah. it's kind of, did you find it hard to trust and, and, and how is it showing up for you? Like, and, and how's that changed? Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's been a relearning of trusting myself again and trusting mm-hmm. that knowing and trusting that inner voice and, and trusting that it's not crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. And the more I get still, the more I, I quiet, the more I actually stop the doing, the louder it gets. Yeah. Um, and it's been a, but it's, it's, it has been a journey. It's like, I, I can vividly remember so many times in my, in my youth, Hearing and knowing without like a shred of a doubt, listening to that inner voice and being so rock solid in, in knowing and listening and like, just without a shred of a doubt, Mm -hmm. this is the way I should go. And slowly, as I feel like I experienced more pain, it's like I quieted that voice by again, looking at, well, I need to do all these things instead mm-hmm. in order to get love, in right. order to feel whole, in order to feel worthy. And mm-hmm. instead of listening to that inner voice, I, I listened to the, the pain, which was, no, like do this so that you'll stay safe and won't get hurt. Because if you continue to just be you, mm-hmm. right, you're not going to be accepted. And mm-hmm this journey of healing has, has, has really, it's been a re almost like a relearning of noticing that voice mm-hmm. and almost getting reacquainted with it. Um, yeah. Almost getting re like, I, I, I think that's the, the, the best way I could describe it. It's, it's almost like getting reacquainted with it getting reacquainted with the voice of mm-hmm. you know my inner soul and, and and what it's saying and you know yeah and and then trusting like trusting trusting it um, yeah that's beautiful thanks yeah. that's really cool that's especially like the reacquainting yeah it just feels right because it's kind of subtle right it's like a i like you know this term that i saw the other day called the still small voice Mm. and it just really just brings it and it and and even if you i feel like even if i went out there tomorrow and just kind of crushed it on something for like two weeks i would be disconnect i would start to be disconnected from that voice again like i have complete trust in it but it it takes continual you know acquaintance with it and yeah i like what you said about 
the, often the kind of most short like voices that we have like no do this like it's going to be you know safe this is it's kind of the it's still the kind of fear voice that the ego voice like masquerading as sort of confidence or um yeah or just just prosperity actually you know mm-hmm. and and it doesn't i mean yeah it's like it's kind of like the journey of life to to work out how to actualize this kind of inner voice you have right in your environment and um talking about life as a verb um which i heard the other day which i absolutely love it's kind of like it's always a verb it's never it's never a solid thing but i i agree with you like the more that i the more that I acquaint myself with that voice and yeah, and be still, you know, give myself the opportunity to be still. Yeah. Let's face it. It's not encouraged. It's not encouraged for us to do that. Yeah. 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 You know, this theme of listening to that inner voice, it's, it's funny because I'm, I'm going through, I'm going through, uh, I'm going through a new phase of healing and, and, in my journey, you know, and, and I've been, okay. at, I've been at this, you know, I, I really started really going and into my, my trauma journey and healing, uh, really intentionally four years ago. Um, okay. and it's, it's crazy because just recently there's been, you know, again, that, that evolution of, of growth, I'm in a new sort of evolution of growth of peeling back new layers and, and some new beliefs and the thing that I've been seeing everywhere, mm-hmm. like literally everywhere. And, and you're going to talk about like listening is this term be still, be still has been everywhere. Like mm-hmm. Peter, it's coming up in just every conversation. I got a text this morning from, from someone who I had texted just to tell them I was grateful for them. And they said, they, they responded back. I'm so grateful for you too. I love you. Be still and know. I just finished watching a documentary and this is what I took away from the documentary. And I was like, gotcha. Thank you, God. Thank you, spirit. Yes, (laughs) Um, yes, yes. (laughs) Then in another, I read another quote the other day. I'm reading in a book and it's talking about be still. And then I'm listening. I was listening to a YouTube uh, um, talk this morning and the theme would be still. it, It was something that someone had sent to me. And it was like, and these are conversations that like, I haven't told people that this is what's been coming to me. It's ah. just be still. Um, because again, I, I, I've listening to that ego, like I've, I've found myself at different points in the last few months as I've been going through this transition. And I know that I've been in this transition right mm-hmm. now in life. Um, that's just been telling me to be still. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I tell people all the time, I'm like, when you hear something multiple times, it's the universe's way, it's God's way of telling you what you need to hear right now and where yeah. you need to be. And this has been the, my message is, is be still and, and listen wow. to that inner voice. And, you know, it's been funny. I, about three months ago, I knew I was in this, this, new, this, different, this new stage. I was moving on to a new stage mm-hmm. in my growth and in my healing. And I've just had this visual of of a, a um, caterpillar in a cocoon. Nice. And 
you know, it's like when you think about a caterpillar in a cocoon, when they're in that metamorphosis phase, they're still. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you hear that, that old story of like the, the kid who came over and like, you know, saw it and wanted to like open it up. It's like thinking like, oh, it's going to fly. But like, no, you, it has to go through that time of being still. And then it goes through that time of like struggle. And then it opens and it blossoms into this beautiful butterfly. And, mm-hmm. and that getting back in touch with that inner voice I'm in that phase right now. And I know I am because it's like, everything is telling me just to be quiet, be quiet so that I can hear, mm-hmm. like I can hear what my inner voice is telling me and which way to go right now. Um, so that's beautiful. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And it's, it's crazy. The synergy really, cause that, that's the messaging I've been having to like, be gentle, be gentle, mm. slow down, slow down, you know, yeah. And just, yeah, just the way that it works, the, you know, I don't, yes. And, and also I listen to things that come to me in quick succession. Like you were, t- you were telling me in different areas, you know, you watch the YouTube video and then you heard it in a text. And before I, I would have been like either unconscious or be like, well, that's a coincidence. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, don't believe in the word coincidence. You know, I'm always looking for those things. Yeah. 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 That's really that's really profound, actually. It's the way that God or the universe or however, however you want to phrase it, it's the way that that moves through us, you know? Yeah, it's, it's in the stillness. Yeah. Right, it's in the stillness. It's in the peace. You look at every ancient text. Yeah. And yeah. The, the commonality through every ancient text and every spiritual teacher is to be, is to be still. Mm. Here's a scripture in the Bible. It says, um, you know, be slow to speak and quick to listen. Wow. Right. And, and this, this, this theme of being still and all throughout the Bible, you know, Jesus talks about how he often withdrew to a lonely, to a lowly place. Like he often went away by himself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you look at the gurus, you look at, you know, meditation, it's all this about being still and, and quieting. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so that you can hear that inner voice. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and listening to that. And it's, it's something that for me, man, it's taken me this healing journey. And I think I, I'm so grateful that I've had to go through what I've had to go through because in my nature, I'm very like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's do, 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 mm-hmm. do, do, do. Like I constantly want to be like, you know, my wife used to tell me all the time, like you can't ever sit still, mm-hmm. right? You can't ever sit still. And now I'm like, it's the place where I find the most peace. Wow. It's it's the place I find myself wanting to go back to all the time because it's in that stillness that I'm getting more in touch with my inner voice and like mm. getting in touch with like well who is it that I really am? What is it that I really am? What is it Yay. that I'm really like where am I really going? Yeah. Right? That sounds transformational as well in terms of your wife. And like, she's quite clearly telling you like, sit down. I want to know you, you know, I want to experience you. We want to have emotions and stuff, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I know that men, you know, have been shamed out of emotion a lot of the time, but it's, it's like, I always say like the environment precipitates the sharing, you know, it's like, Mm. you can't, like a lot of people just say, Oh, why don't you share with me? Why don't you, you've got loads of barriers and you, you know, you, you're cutting yourself off from me. But it's, I think what people don't realize is kind of the environment that, that precipitates the sharing, you know, 
Yeah. And just to be able to be still in another person's presence actually is quite tough. It's quite challenging. Mm -hmm. It took me a number of years to feel <laughs> even remotely comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It is. And it's been something that I've been, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's, it's been a, a uh, journey to get here, to get to that place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But again, it's, it's like the purpose and the pain. Right. And that the purpose and the trauma as it's taught me to, to listen to that inner voice and listen to the inner calling. And, and yeah, it's, um, it's been yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I celebrate that. Thanks. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. I, I just think of like, you know, there are a number of things that Leonard, what Leonard Cohen said about the cracks of where the light gets in. And, um, mm. and also the idea of like how much pain you experience is directly correlated to how much joy you can experience, you know, the two things yin yang, you know, it's like the, the balance of life, isn't it? Um, yeah. So there's definitely a profound gratitude in, in me right now as well for, for what I've experienced in, in terms of trauma it's it opens you up but it's it's not pleasant it takes bravery and it takes courage but um those things build with the situation as well like if you if i need like in my journey i needed a support network so you know it didn't happen overnight and i just i went out there to find it and when i got that support network i i faced what i was going through so yes yeah. i'm interested in your your process about when you're still like do you meditate do you pray what's your what's your kind of go-to and like, how does it feel? Yeah. Meditation has become a very, it's become something that I've, I've come to like, honestly crave. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, it's like the word that comes to me is like, it's been something that I've come to crave where I, I honestly, <laughs> I, I remember when I first got introduced to meditation I just thought it was like, just woo woo. Like <laughs> there's no, I can't sit. I used to be one of those people where I'm like, there's no way. Like I cannot sit silent for, and just like try not to think. Like I had no sort of perception other than like, there's no way I'm sitting cross-legged and there's no way I can sit for that long just being quiet without my mind just constantly racing and going. Mm. Um, but then, you know, I started with uh, Headspace, Headspace app. Mm. Um, and understanding just like the basics of meditation and you know my um form of meditation started i used to go out and run and i used to hate long distance running and um and i used to run with my headphones on and then it, it, it there was a situation that happened where i started running without my headphones and realized like oh wow i actually really love the silence then I got into introduced to meditation from there. And because I had the reference of running without headphones and it was just quiet, like there's no, no one's talking, like nothing's going on. You're just you by yourself. I was like, got it. This, that was my reference to meditation. And so, yeah, meditation has been something that's been super, super powerful for me in this healing journey. Um, you know, I started off, I think like five, 10 minutes I could do. And now, honestly, like I could sit in meditation for an hour if yeah. I had, you know, if I had the time. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, you know, and with it, my Christian background, mm -hmm. I used to pray, um, okay. but it was just talking. I could just talk, 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 talk the whole time, right? Mm -hmm. Just put my request to God. Like, I want this, I want that. I'm going to pray for this, I want to pray for that. I'm grateful for that, grateful for this. Mm -hmm. But I found that meditation 
it, it's it's unlocking layers that I never knew were there because it's just I'm able to just be silent again, going back to that listening and and, and knowing. Um, so yeah, sorry, you're about to say something. No, sorry, I was interrupting you, but no, um, you're fine. I yeah, two things come from come up for me there. It's like the the idea about contemplation in Christianity, mm-hmm. which I've come across, which is mm-hmm. nice instead of like kind of prayer. It's like contemplation in prayer which yeah. maybe speaks a little bit more to the silence aspect, mm-hmm. which I thought was super beautiful. Um, but also like the, when, when I first started meditation as well, my mind was just like, they call it the monkey mind, don't they? It's yes. just like goes, 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 goes. <laughs> and the first, and the first couple of times I meditated, like maybe up to like a year or a year and a half, like it was just about observing those thoughts that were just mm-hmm. go, 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 go. So, but yeah, there was definitely a point, um, where I was able to, yeah, that just sort of disappeared after the time. So it's like when people say, I just can't sit down, I just can't, like the whole point is to observe that chatter (laughs) and then get through it. That's the point. That's the whole point. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's just continuing it, right? That's what I tell people all the time. Like just start with five or 10 minutes and just be consistent. It's like anything else. It's like if you're going to get in shape, right, and go to the gym, Mm. It's the consistency that the more you go, the more consistent you are, mm-hmm. that you, you, you will continue to see the benefits, right? Yeah. So I think it's the same thing with meditation and, and breath work is something else that has really yeah. helped in, in this journey as well, along with meditation. Mm. Once I found meditation, then I was introduced to breath work and mm-hmm. I will tell you, I try to practice, I, I, meditation is something I do every single morning. Um, and breath work is something I, I, I'm getting more consistent at, mm-hmm. and um, and so now I'm I'm kind of I'm using both. Um, yeah, and you know, yeah, it's yeah. breath work is something I actually want to get certified in. It's one of my oh, things awesome. I do this this next year is get uh, breath work certification because it's yeah, that'd be cool. The releasing of energy. So. Yeah, I think it's like the somatic version of meditation, really. Hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm big yeah. into it. It's changed my life actually. Breath work. You know, yeah. Yeah, it's the equivalent of meditation for, for the body, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. So amazing. 100%. Awesome. Well, the, the uh, next one here is um, called That's Deep. That's Deep. So you pick that. So what, do you, mm. what, what are your deep thoughts that you want to dive into? Oh my gosh. I know. I picked this one and I was like, I know. I was like, I, I, it's, you know, it's funny when I picked this one, I was like, Oh, I hope he has some questions that he can ask me about this because I just feel like there's just so much. I definitely Um, do. Yeah. So if you want (laughs) to, why don't we start there? If you have, why don't you start with asking questions? I feel like my story runs so deep and so, Mm. so deep. Um, that sometimes I have an issue of, of, honing in for certain things yeah talk forever yeah i am super inspired by your honesty and authenticity around your relationship with your wife Mm. and also the racism that you um experienced in 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 the states and you're so honest about that and it's so vulnerable and raw sometimes and it's so emotional and it's and it's so powerful like i i watched your live video just um after george floyd's death and mm. it's just 
I believe, I believe that's the kind of depth of, of witnessing, you know, that's humanity, you know, that's community, you know, I, I feel like we live our lives like trying to pretend that we're not these deep kind of feeling creatures. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's not a question per se, but maybe that will um, prompt some kind of, I mean, thoughts on your process of, of, of those kind of things. Yeah. You know, vulnerability has been something that I have always, it goes back to, you know, you asked earlier, like what my vibe was and it goes back mm. to that. Um, for me, you know, growing up, um, our family just didn't talk about a lot and, and, and right. there was just nothing. It was like always unspoken. Like there was, it's there, like there's trauma on both sides of my family and deep, deep trauma on both sides. Mm. And I just, I just made a decision at like 15 years old that it, it stops, like it's stopping with me and, uh, and I'm not allowing this to go on anymore because I, it was again, that inner knowing that I knew that, you know, call what you want, source, God, energy, universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I use the word God and I know that triggers some people in it. God triggered me for a, a long time um, yeah. as well with some of the, the religious trauma that I've experienced. But it just goes back to that, that I knew at a very young age that I just was able to see. Um, and I, I know that it was God putting something in me to not let me forget some of the things that I went through. Uh, at a young age that I saw very clearly where drug and alcohol abuse, where domestic violence, where, you know, um, running after a career, I knew that those were just symptoms of not dealing with, with pain. And, and so it's been, it's always been something that I have always I feel like I've always, I have always been focused on wanting to be vulnerable. And I think I didn't know what vulnerability was for a long time. Mm-hmm. I always just wanted to be real. And I just felt like I, because I saw the hypocrisy and the, 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 the just acting like things are always okay. Mm. I was just so turned off by that, that I just, I was like, I'm going the opposite. I, I like, I just don't want to care. Like, I'm, mm. I'm just going to go the opposite because I don't want that. And I'm tired mm. of that. I'm tired of acting like everything's fine when it's not fine. And why do yeah. people do this? And, mm-hmm. and so the vulnerability comes from that deep place of, of a visceral place for me of, of if we would allow ourselves to be fully naked as we are the bonds that would would form the 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 trauma responses of looking at outward things to fill us in my mind would would go because we wouldn't be trying to hide um and you know it's something Peter, that i've again going back to that like inner voice that i at times i've felt I don't want to be the one anymore Mm -hmm. because sometimes it feels like I've gotten told at different points in my life that I'm too much. 
Yeah, us. Yeah, you know, up in my too head emotional up, uh, and too yeah. and too vulnerable. Like you overthink. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Why, why can't you just this or that? Yeah. Yeah. But I've just always had this deep drive of wanting to just feel like, well, if I am, maybe I can inspire other people to be themselves mm-hmm. and know that it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. It's okay to be who you are and it's okay to have faults and it's okay to, to not be perfect. Right. Yeah. And, and especially in social media, I've just, it's been something that honestly has turned me away from social media for a long time. I, I mm-hmm. even in the work that I do, I have a love hate relationship with it. Sometimes I, I sure. it's, um, it's somewhere where I feel like we, it's, it's a way for us to put out, always put our best foot forward. And, and, um, it's honestly why sometimes I, I, I've felt this, like, I don't want to even post anything, or mm. put anything on there, or record a video and put it on there. Cause I don't want to be lumped in that category. But then I have that draw of like, no, is I feel like we need to be human beings and we need to make this okay. Like, mm-hmm. We need to make it okay. And, you know, yeah. I love Brene Brown's definition of, of, um, of vulnerability. She says vulnerability is the courage to be fully seen. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my values, you know, two of my values, like I told you are vulnerability and authenticity. And yeah. I've just yeah. vowed that I'm, if I need to f- fall on the sword to help other people mm-hmm. um, feel that it's okay to be themselves, then yeah, I've kind of taken that on and, and I've, I've, um, yeah, like I want people to, I want to free people. Yeah. I want to free people to, to be themselves and to feel okay about being themselves. Cause I feel like when we try not to be, that's when we run to and, and, you know, get into things like addiction and, yeah, you know? Yeah. So oh, thanks. Yeah, I don't know if that answered your question. Or yeah. Your, your, I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just, it's such a deep area. So it's really awesome. And I can really resonate with the sense that every time I hit that kind of crossroads of feeling deep, like rage and anger and, 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 you know, sadness and grief. And, and I had an option whether I dealt with it within myself or projected it outwards on someone else. And it was always that voice of where does it stop? where does it stop? Like the generations back, like I can't blame my parents. I can't blame my grandparents. I can't blame Nick, yeah. their parents, you know, and it's not even, yeah, it's just, it's where does it stop? Yeah. And, and it's kind of, it's a calling, right? But it's, mm-hmm. I, I see it as like leadership too. You know, you're, you've taken on a leadership role and it's, and it's awesome. And like, I celebrate that in you and it's, and it, and I do agree. It's like being the, that's being the change that you want to see because, in a way, this this call of like where does it stop is like truly like an initiation into into adulthood, you know, mm-hmm. into spiritual adulthood where we take full responsibility, radical responsibility for our lives. Yeah, and that choice, the choice that we make to not not put hurt into the world. Mm-hmm. And, and as far as it, as far as a conscious choice goes, like I'll always choose to, that it stops with me, you know? Yeah. And it was always, always, it's maybe I should say it was never a, a kind of choice for me. Cause I, I'm, I think because of my trauma history, like I, 
I went through like sexual abuse, but um, when I was a child and it was kind of violent at points and it was like, it just made me this like nonviolent person. Mm. Right. So you're talking about the kind of knowledge of pain yeah. being the, why that I, I can take those decisions, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, just, it never, it never occurred to me to be like, um, to choose anything other than, than that. It was only it was only when I was acting unconsciously and being really deeply inside of my trauma and being unaware of it, being unable to see it, that I just I acted in those ways, acted out. And I kind of at the end of those episodes, it was kind of like waking up to mm. to a different state, right? And they they yeah. explain it in some books that I read it, and it's kind of like a bit shocking because you kind of you're back in in that conscious state again yeah what happened like i literally used to describe it as like a tornado passed through my life and i had to pick up pieces Mm -hmm. right yeah so yeah it's it's very courageous it's courageous to choose vulnerability yeah 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 it's not something that it's easy all the time but it's uh yeah it's something that I've seen the fruits of in so many mm-hmm. ways now and that I, mm-hmm. you know, I now know that like, I will always, I will always strive for vulnerability. I will always, I will always be vulnerable in that way. And, and I think it's, you know, that's why I love that definition that Brene Brown uses is because it is courageous. It does take courage to be vulnerable. Um, and, and, I feel like the more that we can, the more that we are vulnerable, the more seen we are and the more we're truly living into our, our true selves and our essence. And, and um, yeah, I've just seen the beauty of what vulnerability has produced uh, for me in my life, the relationships, how it's, you know, me being vulnerable about my journey in this healing journey as I've been on it, what it's done for my relationship with um, my parents and, and with reconciling my past and and healing and and what it's done in our my marriage um you know being vulnerable from the very start uh was something that honestly vulnerability you know you mentioned my wife and our marriage and us doing a podcast together and the evolution of how we got here a lot of people have been asking us lately like how have we got to this place like you know and i think it's because vulnerability was something from the very beginning that we really tried to strive for. I know for me, um, it's, I remember the conversation that I had with my wife. um, Cause I never, there was a few girls that I had dated before my wife that I felt like I couldn't, I felt that shame around being vulnerable. I felt like every time I was vulnerable, I would get shamed. um, I would feel that shame. And so when me and Mm. my wife got together, I remember our very first date I just at dinner, I still remember this at dinner, I just laid myself bare in front of her and was just like, here are the things that I'm like, that I'm dealing with in my life right now that are difficult, that are, that I'm like struggling with and that I'm having a hard time with mm-hmm. because I was just like, I don't want to feel this way. And so I'm just going to lay myself naked in front of you right now. If you want to walk away, like my mindset was, if you want to walk away, great. Like, I'd rather you walk away now before I really Uh invest my heart in this. And I'll never forget her response. She looked at me and she goes, is that it? (laughs) And I was like, 
<laughs> I'm going to marry her. Like I knew <laughs> there was no question. It was like, after that, it was like, because like it, it gave me that like, okay, if I can be fully naked in front of her, this is the, this is who I want to spend my life with. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. being able to do that has kept our marriage. It is, it has, it is, I, I honestly, I feel like it is the one thing that has produced what our marriage is now today mm. is, is vulnerability because it's, yeah. there's no secrets. And when they're mm-hmm. like, you know, it doesn't mean that we haven't had, like, we haven't been deceitful or like there hasn't been things that have happened, but mm-hmm. we always come around because it's one of our values. And right. It's, um, Shauna, on a, also the sense that it, it sometimes isn't available, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, it, it's like we sh- get shamed out of expressing sometimes because, yeah. um, society has told us that feelings are weak and, mm-hmm. and, and people that have bought into that narrative will go ahead and shame us for having feelings yeah um so yeah i think that's really important i'm glad you brought that up because it's i think it's really important to observe the the kind of pain that can exist there around that narrative for men um but it's possible to to do it a different way 100 percent agree it's it's why i honestly started working with uh you know youth uh, young adult males and then Mm -hmm. um we also like, I've been working with men primarily. Um, now I'm like, mm-hmm. um, I've been primarily working with men. A lot of my clients are, um, but it is, it's, it's been something I think for men, we, we, we have a hard time with, we have a hard time with vulnerability because it's, you know, our society has taught us that we need to provide, protect and procreate. And as long as we're doing that, we're good. Mm-hmm. And so don't, don't show weakness, right? It's that, especially in sports, it's something I learned, a message I learned was just like, you always gotta be tough. You always gotta be strong. You can never be weak, right? Weakness, never show weakness, never show weakness, never show weakness. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, vulnerability is actually a strength. Like, yes, yeah, because it can makes be bravery. Fully, yeah, when you can be fully who you are, that's real strength. That's actually true strength. Yeah. The way I see it. Yeah. So, yeah. beautiful thanks yeah, all right we're coming up to the hour but um there's a last section i wanted to just ask you how's how's your time um have you got 10 minutes after the hour or yeah yeah i'm good okay cool yep, I'm good. nice great so yeah last section is just free 15 which is yeah whatever whatever you want whatever you want to bring to the table whatever you want to expand on you can share share an artwork or anything yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I would say, as it relates to trauma and in in your your core wounds, I'm very passionate about this, and I've always been somebody who's always felt that in order for you to truly change, in order for you to truly have the life that you truly want to live, you have to go to the root. Mm-hmm. I've always been someone who's been very big on going to the root, and um, you know, this this word trauma, I think, is being we're waking up to realizing how much our, our, our past hurts and our past, um, how much they've affected, how much they affect our future lives as adults. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you, and I think this is obviously why we connected. I just truly believe to live the life that you are called to, to live the life of freedom, of joy. Mm-hmm. We have to, we all have things 
that need to be healed. Um, and like you, my passion and mission is to make trauma and, and healing those wounds just something that's an everyday conversation. Um, because I think as we do and, and if we do, then the world as we see it, the world as we are, like that's what's going to change. That's what's going to change the next generation, right? Um, yeah. To me, if you want to leave a legacy that you pass on, um, leave that legacy. Like leave the legacy of you healing what needs to be healed so that you don't pass it on to the next generation. Yeah. Instead of leaving material things, let's leave, let's, let's leave the, the, the lessons that we've learned from healing, you know, our hurts. Let's, let's mm. leave that. Let's pass that on um, mm. to the next generation. You know, it's, it's, it's something that has driven me since day one. As I told you, I wanted to be the, the, the one who broke the generational wounds um, and, and didn't pass them on to, to my kids. And, and this is no fault when I say that. This is no fault to my, you know, my, my parents, my grandparents, my great-grandparents. Because I think we're in a time and place now where we have the knowledge, we have the resources, we have the ability now mm-hmm. uh, that's right here in front of us. I think past generations just didn't have yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with that. Yeah, and so um, like I can, and that's why I can look at my my family and my parents and have no animosity, have no mm-hmm, hate, mm-hmm. have no you know ill feelings or or, or you know uh, frustration mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. them. I'm able to look at it and say, "Gosh, I hate that you had to go through that too." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate that you had to hurt through that. I hate that you had to carry that pain and that burden and that mm-hmm. th- those scars, right? Um, yeah. I think it's on our generation to, 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 with the knowledge that we have now that's available to us, to do the healing. Yeah, I also feel that way. It's funny, I journaled that this morning. I was like, um, my like you know the two generations back went through the world war you know Mm. and then the generation like my parents generation were just dealing with like the effects of that and just trying to get through it you know it's and now our generation or generations below us are like we actually have the space now to do that we like you said we have the technology you can just go on youtube and and find anything you want i i literally buy courses for like 10 pounds uh, on some place that that have this like essential knowledge in that i need you know yeah. like or you can go on kindle and sometimes the books on kindle sometimes they're like a pound mm-hmm. like it like a two bucks for you yeah. you know it's it's like it's ridiculous like all you need to do is choose to to learn this stuff yeah and um that's a wonderful thing you know and that gives us the ability and that's that's how i feel about it for sure it's like you know, you know, I'm kind of grateful to them for, 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 for getting through that. Yeah. Being like, okay, wow. You found a way through that. Yeah. Nice. Nice one. I can go. Yeah. Hats off. All right. That was, that was super tough. It looked Mm -hmm. hard. So, yeah. 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 It's what I think. I think about my, you know, both my mother and my father, you know, they both went through their own fair share. Like they went through a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've had people asking me before, like when I've shared, 
my my story before and the ins and outs and the, the deep parts of it, the painful parts of it. Mm-hmm. You know, what's my relationship? The, the next question after I share my story is typically like, what's your relationship like with your parents? Um, mm-hmm. And I tell them now, like it's, I love my relationship with both of my parents now. I talk to my father weekly. Um, we have a beautiful relationship now where we talk and, you know, I've shared so much of my journey with him. I've, I've involved him. Um, same thing with my mother. Like, you know, the conversations that I've been able to have with my mother is, is just been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I say all the time because I'm so grateful because I can look at them and think, I can see like, wow, I, what they had to fight through with the limited resources that they had, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. And I'm so grateful that they didn't quit. I'm so grateful that they kept on going. Um, because sure. now it gives me the opportunity to now take it the next step. Like now I get mm-hmm. to carry the baton mm-hmm. and I feel like it's my duty to heal what needs to be healed so that I can then pass this baton on to my kids mm-hmm. in the next generation. Yeah. And I think we, we do. I think we all have a responsibility. Um, we really do. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard, right? It's not easy doing the inner work is not easy. I had a conversation mm. with, with, a, 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 with someone this past week. And as I go, it's, I'm not going to be on, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. It, it, this, this is hard. It's mm. it, it the point. It's the point. <laughs> yeah. That's no it the point. It, it's, it is difficult to go internally. It is difficult to heal those broken pieces. It is hard to talk about those things sometimes, but I'm not going to pass that on. Mm. It's, I'm not, going to it's as someone said the other day like if you knew that you had the cure to cancer and you held it on and you didn't tell anyone about it how would you feel mm-hmm. like how selfish would you be and it's the same way i feel about healing our own wounds and healing our trauma is i don't want to i there's a cure there is a yeah there is a healing there, there is this thing that we can heal. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not going to be the one to pass that on, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the disease of unhealed trauma onto my kids. I cannot. And so I will continue to fight. And mm-hmm. it's something that, why I do this work that I do now working with my clients is, is because I want to give them that same, I want to pass on that same knowledge mm-hmm. uh, because I've been blessed to have worked with now, you know, numerous coaches that have helped me in my healing journey, mm-hmm. you know, that, that went forward first. Um, yeah. So, I like, yeah. I like that notion of passing the baton, you know, like, and like, yeah, just, just passing that, that, that knowledge and wisdom down. It's such a really important thing to do. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just hearing in your words, I'm hearing like there's an innate, and like technology in us to heal from our wounds you know like this isn't just something we're going like it's not paranormal you know and sometimes people make us feel like it is um but it's not it's really not and like what you said in the inner voice section it's like you know that's quite a common place to be where you think am i crazy like is this insane like have i lost my mind and and then my psychotherapist said you know that's it's it's not it's not common. It's not mm-hmm. common to actually lose your mind. Yeah. You know, you're always dealing with stimulus in front of you. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, um, I feel like this kind of insanity thing that we're t- like, everyone's scared of being insane. It yeah. very much, you know, it's got to come from the kind of Western thought of, of, of the mind being the, the number one thing that drives us. So what, what happens when we lose our mind? Like mm-hmm. we have nothing left, but yeah. in, in actual fact, we have a lot, we have a lot that we have an innate wisdom and innate voice you know we have a connection to our community we have a connection to nature we have we have our ancestry and our lineage we have all Mm -hmm. those things yeah it's not just it's not just our mind that that rules us yeah Yeah. and i think too you know that 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 i'm i'm grateful for you doing this podcast but i think because i think mental health has been something that has been so negatively stigmatized Mm. in past generations because i think that we didn't have the knowledge that we do have now Mm -hmm. of you know and i think that mental health has been something that has been kind of taboo like yeah like you said like you it's like you're gonna go in like you're insane right if you need to go to a therapist like that means like something's really really wrong with you and so there's been this stigma around mental health and getting support and yeah. you know going to therapy or working with a coach like there's been the stigma around it and and it's when you asked me to be on i was like yes because i don't i want to disponge that that myth of that mm-hmm. like because you you hire a coach or because you go to a psychotherapist or because you are are healing from something that something's like drastically wrong with you you know, it's like, you don't have to go to the, just because you go to the gym doesn't mean that you're like super overweight and you're just insanely unhealthy. Mm-hmm. No, it could be that you just want to make sure that you continue to stay healthy and you want to get healthier. Yeah, right. absolutely. It's, it's like, we got to have the same conversation around our mental health. Yeah. It's, it's yes. And like, yes. And yeah, that's, yes and. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, there's nothing weak about getting support yeah totally all we the, need the, it we everybody needs it right? yeah. the ancient scribes and and you know philosophers and, and spiritual teachers they had support around them it was mm-hmm. passed down right mm-hmm. we need support as well yeah you know and, and yeah it's it's okay it's okay yeah that's and, awesome actually beauty in it so yeah yeah the beauty yeah yeah, and part of the reason why I started this podcast is is directly related to the stigma that I faced, you know. And now, now looking back, like before, I'd think, you know, there's something wrong with me. Now I look back and I think I had a mental injury. I had mm-hmm. a I had a trauma yeah. injury. I had an injury. And that's mm-hmm. just like when I dislocated my shoulder. I had an injury. It took six months to heal. I had exactly. I had to put that time in, and my body had to heal. Well, it's the same thing. And yep. I kind of. I think, you know, it's, it also speaks to this time where we have so much information available and everyone shares it. And like now we have, so, we have so much information that, that it's kind of has to dispel the myth, the myth, mm-hmm. right? The myth around. And again, it comes back to that kind of the mind being the master and like, you know, um, you know, have, having to be a good person and, and, you know, if, if, if those two things are correlated, then if you have bad, quote unquote bad experiences with your mental you know um state then you must be a bad person like yeah yeah, it's not how it works 
<laughs> because we go through these emotions every day. They're our teachers, right? They, they mm-hmm. teach us things. Yeah. And that's how we actualize ourselves. Like you, you put it so amazingly. That's how we, that's how our soul speaks through us. And that's, that's, that is God, <laughs> you know, hundred percent. That's the voice that comes through us. You know, we're not just these individuals that go through life, you know, as an Island and never interact with anybody. Yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's time to make it's yeah. It's time to make our mental health like a priority. It's time to mm-hmm. continue this conversation and make it, it's, mm-hmm. we need to put just as much effort in an emphasis on our mental health as we do our physical health. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's that much more important. It's, it's just as important, if not more. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Amazing. Yeah, man. Thanks so much for your time today, TJ. I really appreciate it. Thank you for it. having me on. Super grateful. I appreciate you. Awesome. So if anyone um, wants to find out more about you, like give us a list of the places we can find you. Yeah. yeah. Right now you can just find me on Facebook and Instagram, uh, TJ Canada. You can, you can find me on both of those places. That's where I, I hang out the most. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And your podcast, what's that called? Yes. So you can look up TJ and Don. Um, just TJ. And then my wife's name is D-A-W-N. Um, you can find us there. We post a podcast, uh, every week and then we go live, uh, every Monday morning, 7am in the States. Um, so it'd be 12, what, 12 PM, uh, your time in the UK. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you can find us on there going live every morning, uh, in the States and in the afternoon in the UK. Great. Yeah. Uh, Thanks again. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Let's thank TJ for coming in today, virtually. And I'd like to thank all of you for listening, for your time, attention, and your love. I hope you got something out of it today. I hope you resonated with a one piece. I'd like to ask you what that piece was. Maybe you can write it down or just acknowledge it and celebrate it. If you're really enjoying these conversations, we've um, set up a Facebook community now called We Are The Light People. So go over there and request to join that community if you'd like to. And I just want to say thank you for following this journey with me. Take care.